Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hi, this is Dig It. I'm Kelly Smith-Tremble. I'm a master gardener and the author of Vegetable Gardening Wisdom. I'm also the senior editorial director at HGTV.com. Let's dig right into it. This episode is all about what to plant for the dog days of summer. We're talking sweet versus hot peppers and one of my favorites for beginners, beans. I really want to encourage you to grow beans in your garden because I love growing beans. You plant them from seeds just like these and they grow really easily and really quickly. You can plant them now, even in the middle of summer. I'm growing three different types of beans right now. Pole beans, which are tall vines and need support. Half runners, which are shorter vines than pole beans, but still need a little bit of support. And bush beans, which are short and don't need a trellis at all. So I saw a lot of questions from people who had green pepper plants that looked really good, but weren't putting out flowers or fruit yet. So peppers really like hot weather and they don't start producing flowers or fruit until the weather is consistently above the 70s probably. So if your plant looks good, if it's green, it's got leaves on it, it's just not producing fruit or flowers yet, I think that's a good sign. You just need to wait and be patient until it's warmer. I'm growing Ikebon eggplant, which is a Japanese variety. And I know when to harvest it when the skin is really glossy and they're to size, which is for Ikebon about seven or eight inches long. One pest that really loves eggplant is flea beetles. They're tiny little insects on the leaves of the plants that hop around like fleas, and they will poke holes in the leaves of your eggplant. I've sprayed neem oil for mine, and I've also just picked them off every time I see them, and my plants have done okay despite the flea beetle damage. Here's a question about peppers. Heather said, my sweet pepper plants grew but didn't make any peppers. The hot peppers grew well and I didn't notice any pests. I'm not sure what I'm doing wrong. It could be that you've over fertilized them. It could be too much water or it could just be that it's too hot. But generally in my experience, sweet peppers just aren't as productive as hot peppers, especially the bell varieties. I grew a couple of varieties of bell peppers this year and I got some, but not that many, not nearly as much as I get with hot peppers. 
In the past, I've grown some sweet um, banana peppers and those are a lot more productive, so I suggest that you try those next year. I've noticed that a lot of people are looking for info on how to grow and how to harvest sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes like really hot weather. They grow from slips, which are rooted cuttings. You grow them a lot like you grow regular potatoes. I'm growing some in a raised bed and some in a fabric bag that's meant for growing potatoes. The plant grows above the soil and then you harvest the tubers that are growing below the soil. I'm gonna know that mine are ready to harvest when the ends of the vines start to yellow or I'll have to harvest them before the first frost comes. Now I want to show you my corn plants. I planted the corn in midsummer for a fall harvest, and it's a variety that actually only gets about four feet tall. So corn is pollinated a little bit differently than most plants in your garden. It's pollinated in the field by wind. The male flowers on the corn plant are called tassels, and they're at the top of the plant. And the female flowers are called silks, and they're at the bottom of the plant. When the wind blows, the pollen falls from the tassels to the silks to help pollinate it. But in a home garden, that may not happen, so it helps to hand pollinate. You can do that by bending or breaking off a tassel or two when they're open and full of pollen. Then shake or swipe the tassel over the silks on your plants. This will help you get fully pollinated ears of corn. Next question, Susan said, I have 19 corn stalks. What can I plant in their spot after I harvest? It gets full sun all day. Would pumpkins work in that location? And she is in South Jersey. I think a good option there would be beans. And one reason that's a good option is because corn takes a lot of nutrients away from the soil, including nitrogen. But beans actually contribute nitrogen back to the soil. So it could be good to grow beans after corn in that spot. If you grow bush beans, you probably won't even need to add trellises in that spot. But if you want to, you could grow pole beans and you could grow them up the dried corn stalks from your last harvest. Okay, now we have a question about tomatillos from my friend and coworker, Patrick Decker. Hey Kelly, my husband and I are gardening in upstate New York and we planted some tomatillos this season. We did it right on height and some of the plants have some fruit coming in on them, but we noticed a couple of weeks ago that some of the leaves started getting really dark. They're turning really dark green, they're curling in on themselves, and we've got some bugs and some, uh, some eggs laid on the underside of the leaves. Any ideas what we can do to help them out? I asked Patrick to look a little bit more closely at the plant to see if he saw any insect pests. And he did find insect eggs and the insects on some of the leaves. And we think that those are potato beetles. So even though they're called potato beetles or potato bugs, they can actually affect any plant in the nightshade family, which includes potatoes, tomatoes, peppers, eggplants, and tomatillos. Patrick and Steven are going to remove those um, insect eggs and any insects they see on the plant. And then they're gonna treat it with neem oil to see if that helps. It's also really important when a plant is under attack from an insect pest to make sure to keep it really well watered and fertilized and that will keep the plant healthy so it can defend itself. S. Williams said, I planted pole green beans a week before Memorial Day weekend. I live in the Boston area. This year, the plants grew with a lot of leaves and as of August 1st, no flowers and no beans. This has never happened before. I am baffled. It's possible that your soil has too much nitrogen, maybe from added compost or from too much fertilizer. That would cause your beans to grow really tall and really lush with lots of leaves, but no flowers or no beans. So next time, just lay off the fertilizer and compost. Beans really don't need very rich soil. We also had a lot of questions about gardening in extreme heat. 
Here's one, Chantal asked, what do you recommend planting for areas that can get up to 120 degrees? A few vegetables that really love hot weather are eggplant, peppers, melons, sweet potatoes, okra, and several types of beans. So when you're looking for varieties, try to look for ones that are labeled heat tolerant or drought tolerant if you're in a really hot and dry area like Southern California as opposed to a hot and humid area like Southern Alabama. You may also want to use some shade cloth over your plants to try to lower the temperature around them. You want to use any kind of light filtering white cloth, but what's best is row cover cloth or gardening shade cloth. Make sure that you suspend it over your plants rather than laying it on them. Row cover cloth can also be handy when you're planting fall seedlings. It shades the um, vegetables from summer heat and it also protects them from animals like rabbits. I recently planted some broccoli, cabbage, kale, and Brussels sprouts and I'm planning on covering them until the weather cools down a bit. There are fancier systems available, but I use these metal hoops covered with cloth and then secured with clothespins. I remove the cloth to water and then put it back over the plants to protect them. Now I want to show you one summer crop that I still have in my garden. It's field peas, which are also called cow peas or southern peas. Black-eyed peas are the most well-known type. They grow best in warm climates, and I planted mine in midsummer. You can harvest them for eating fresh peas, or you can let them dry and store the peas for eating later. I like to do both. This crop is so easy to grow, and I highly recommend that you add it to your list for next year. What summer veggies can I still plant? So a lot of summer veggies like tomatoes and eggplant take a long period of time to grow, so it's probably too late to start those now in most zones. But there are a few things that don't take long to produce that you can definitely start now. A few of my midsummer favorites are peppers, beans, and onions. Start your peppers from transplants and they'll likely produce in late summer and on into fall. Same with onions. You can start your beans from seed easily right now and they'll grow and produce into fall. If you're growing pole beans, just be sure to give them a trellis to climb. And if it's really hot where you live, be sure to keep these plants well watered. Michelle asked about ways to grow vertically to keep her dog out of her plants. She says, are there any tall hanging methods that would work for zucchini, tomatoes, and herbs? There are hanging methods for growing tomatoes and other vegetables, including just using regular hanging baskets. To grow in hanging baskets, you'll want to choose a really small tomato variety. There are even small cherry tomato varieties called tumbling that are great for hanging baskets. You may also see upside down hanging planters for tomatoes where the plant grows out from the bottom of the planter. This method can be a fun novelty, but it's not really great for the plants. If your goal is just to get your plants up out of your dog's reach, I suggest looking at elevated planter beds. This is a really great solution for anyone with limited mobility too, because you don't need to bend down to work in your garden. Sandy asked, what could be eating my green beans? They have huge holes in the leaves. So bean plants can have a lot of different pest pressures, but the holes in the leaves really sounds to me like cucumber beetles. They especially like to munch on young seedlings, so one of the best ways to keep them off your plants is to cover with row cover cloth until the bean plants get a little larger. If your bean crop is already too far gone, you can take up those seedlings and plant another round of beans. When we're talking about summer crops, a lot of people want to know about raised beds as well as grow bags and if they actually make a difference. I've used grow bags for sweet potatoes and have had a lot of success. 
Grow bags are a really good option for growing regular potatoes and sweet potatoes. I carefully dug up the sweet potatoes and trimmed off the vines. These are curing right now in a warm, dry, dark spot for a couple weeks, and then I'll be able to move them to storage where they can stay for a couple months. Amy says, I am growing eggplants for the first time. I live in a warm climate and planted them last November. They're very developed, but look really long and skinny. I do not know the variety. Any guidance would be appreciated. So it sounds like Amy lives in a very warm climate because eggplant likes really hot weather. So if she's growing it now, she must have really hot weather. So there are two types of eggplant. There's Italian eggplant, which is more of the rounded eggplant. And then there are Asian types, which are long and skinny. So it sounds like Amy is growing an Asian type of eggplant. So you'll know when to harvest eggplant when it is to its mature size, which for an Asian eggplant, not knowing the variety, is probably about five or six inches. And when the skin is glossy. When the skin of an eggplant starts getting dull, that means it's past its prime. For more gardening info, tips, and hacks, check out hgtv.com slash digit. I'm Kelly Smith-Trimble. Happy gardening. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.